<laughs> Hello? The internet? Is that you? Oh, okay, good. It is. I'm jumpy right now. I had too much cold brew. Welcome to season 92, episode one of the Daily Zeitgeist, the yeah. production of iHeartRadio. This is the podcast where, you know, we take a look into America's putrid skull and look in that cold, weird subconsciousness, regular consciousness, and off the rip, just say, fuck Coke Industries and fuck Fox News. It is Monday, July 22nd, 2019. Very Miles, it's brave. I just wanted to applaud your bravery. He just interrupted my whole AKA. My name is Miles Gray, AKA Our Pod is an awesome pod. Hot takes from heaven above with Jack and Miles with love. Our pod is an awesome pod. Oh, wow. Thank you to at Crispy Meme Donut. Chris, Chrissy Yamaguchi made. I was. I was sort of, I know I wasn't tagged in this AKA, but I love this hymn. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm stealing it. That's one of my favorite songs from Vacation Bible School. Do you ever go there? No. Oh. I Vacation Bible School was the school I pretty much went to from K to 8. Oh, shit. So well, what we, else do you want to do? We, we, uh, we, you know Eagle's Wings? I liked, uh, you know, All God's Critters? No. Oh, shit. That one's fun. Well, goes. hold on. Allow me to introduce you first, okay, and then sorry, we can sorry, go down Bible Lane. I wanted to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, guess who that is? That's my guest host, <laughs> as usual. Uh, co-host, Jami Lofty. Mm, okay. Oh, no. Okay. I'm gonna, I would like to remind everyone that I brought the Renner song first. Yeah, okay. you did. She's got Zambonis that'll make your snow clean. <laughs> oh, she hacks like Jack the Men and Halle Berry. Ooh. All I remember, she grew up with a back brace, then she moved to L.A. The girl who hacks, whose dog is fashé. Loft is the host, Jamie. Thank you so much. Loft is the host, Jamie. <laughs> that was a... Uh, that was a Hannah Soltis original. Oh, uh, so thank you. Really, I I asked, and she really delivered in a big way. The 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 Vacation Bible School song I was thinking about is "All God's Critters Got a Place in the Choir." Some oh. sing low, some sing higher, some sing out loud on the telephone wire. Do you know uh, Jesus sits on the road and he cries? Jeez, oh, it's actually what? well. First, it's it's actually blind, blind man. It's blind man, and then eventually you get to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So blind man sits on the road and he cries. Blind man sits on the road and he cries. Blind man sits on the road and he cries. He cries, whoa, show me the way. It sounds like a Tenacious D song. No, and then it goes into, and then they'll be like, okay, now Jesus. Jesus sits on, and then they'll be like, now we all. And then you're like, we, we all. And then, But the Jesus part, it changed because he says, I am the way. I am oh. the truth. Follow me home. And then at the end, we would go, Jesus was the last note that you would hit. Yeah. yeah. Drop the bomb for Jesus one time. <laughs> this has slowly wow. become a weird, like, dirtbag evangelical podcast. Sarah. So. Oh, that's the next permutation of the hideous podcasting community. <laughs> dirtbag evangelism? <laughs> the dirtbag evangelist left. Uh, well, we are thrilled to be joined by our hilarious guest, a man with sneaker taste that is impeccable and second to none. Oh, my goodness. Please welcome the hilarious Kenny DeForest. Thank Yay. you. That's my best credit. Yeah, today impeccable sneaker taste. Wow. Yeah, thank you very much for that. How long have you been a sneakerhead, man? 
Um, I guess for a while, I would. I always like to have like good basketball shoes. Yeah, to hoop in. Oh, but, oh, so you like? But, to I, hoop but in I have like feet. I always have like three or four at a time, and that's it. And yeah. I wear them all. And then once they're done, Destroyed. I get three or four new ones. Like I don't have like a full closet. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, you beat them down. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Uh, well, Kenny, we're gonna get to know you a little bit more. But first, what are we gonna do? Let's, I guess, tell people what the fuck is going on in this show today. First, yeah. we're gonna talk about uh, that cat's trailer. And their reactions, I mean, I'm, they're very mixed. If you don't have a take, you can be publicly flayed. Ex- yeah, you can yeah. be you can be you can be slapped in the sent street. to the stocks, <laughs> as it were. Uh, also, uh, a new Trump grift, a uh, really cool merch that's coming out of the campaign. Mm-hmm. Really, really good value for your money that I'm, I'm sure everyone will will want to buy. Mm-hmm. Also, old white man told to drop out of race by own people. Wow. We'll get into that. Could that be has to do anyone. Could be anyone. Could <laughs> yeah. be anyone in the Democratic primary, but we'll tell you who and why. We're going to talk about uh, Ricardo Rosselló, the governor of Puerto Rico, and mm-hmm. my man, they are, the people have had it. Uh, they want him to go. Ever since, you know, these fucking weird text messages or those group chats leaked yeah. with a lot of fucking weird shit, or actually not weird, problematic, uh, homophobic, misogynistic mm-hmm. uh, BS. Also, a little discussion about FaceApp because at first we were talking about, look, you know, sure, it, it, the Russians own it or whatever. Someone, the, mm-hmm. the Russian company developed it. But I think maybe our focus is a little misplaced on just this one sliver of an app when you think about all the motherfucking apps. If you think about the surveillance state, yeah, yeah. I'm putting on my little tin hat for that section. But that's a good, but that's a good distraction, you know? When talk, yeah. Let's talk about that rather than the real privacy concerns in the tech industry. Yeah, sure. uh, also, maybe uh, Jamie, little Jamie will give us a little Mensa Jamie? update. Yeah, you know, we got some updates. You did go to the Mensa Con, MenCon, mm. I believe it's called. Uh, yeah, it is uh, <laughs> called MenCon 2019. MenCon Women. It is called uh, Mensa Annual Gathering. Mensa Rising is what it was called. Mensa Rising. Okay, so Mensa we'll Rising. we'll get a little tea report yeah. from that. Yeah. Also, um, another story that Jamie really want to talk about <laughs> the Lou Perlman biopic. I really want to talk I'm, about the I'm 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 for your energy about this story, so we we'll talking about it. Oh, yeah. Also. Netflix not doing too well, and I think we know why. Maybe we don't, but we'll have to discuss. Yeah. But first, Kenny, what is something from your search history that's going to tell people what you're about? Um, so I wrote down uh, the three most recent because I figured the most recent is telling, and then the one that I think is more interesting, I guess. Okay, well, hit me with the three. Um, the three – the most recent was uh, Fear and Loathing because um, I'm doing a tour uh, in the fall, and – I'm partnering with a friend of mine who's an artist, and we're doing posters, and we're going to come up with a cool poster for oh, the nice. tour. Ooh. And I was thinking fear and fear and joking on a trip through the South or something. So yeah. I was looking at for ideas, but okay. that's not you know that's just like that's just my work. That's not exciting. That, you but know? you like the, is there fun. an art aesthetic that you like especially? Is that you meant like the like, yeah he's like is that uh, Hunter S. Thompson's drawings basically? That yeah, were like, well yeah, you're right. The guy who came up with Gonzo, I can't remember his name. He's an artist, but. Uh, he that whole style yeah yeah it's like they were kind of partnered on that and i have a friend i grew up with that's a really talented artist dope uh art by frenchy on instagram shout out to him oh wow Um, how many followers ralph steadman right that's Uh, the artist we're thinking of yes steadman graham who was with oprah winfrey (gasps) oh i made a calendar of steadman graham once that's right that's for another day (laughs) (laughs) day. (laughs) let's we'll switch out one of the news stories to talk about that (laughs) yeah 
Nice. And then what the, What are the three random ones? Well, and then I, I Googled Subaru because I drive a Subaru and I have to get it worked on, but that's not okay. exciting. But then the third one, I do think it, it kind of tells you a little bit about me, which is uh, I was I was looking up go bags, getting ready. Oh, to, yeah. What is that? Uh, for like if, you know, if, if the big one happens, it's your backpack that has your essentials. Everything. If you got to get out of L.A., this will whatever. keep you alive for oh, like three to five days. It's like survivalist yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just preparedness ah. in preparedness, general, Because you know? yeah. what do you do if like the water goes poison and yeah. the zombies come out? Damn, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be ready, you is, know? Is this a thing now? Should I have one? Do you have an earthquake preparedness kit? No, 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 no. Oh, you should. Yeah, I really Hi, because you live in the devil's butt crack that's waiting to explode at any moment. Yeah, no I, shit. I can't wait to be swallowed into <laughs> right. the devil's butt, butt crack, crack someday. That's yeah. what we call the San foretold. Andreas fault, man. What we call it, the looks call it the devil's <laughs> butt crack. Um, okay, what's overrated, Kenny? Uh, man, perfect pivot. Living in New York City. Holy shit. I thought I loved it, and then I left it, and I realized that there are other places that you yeah. can live did and, you grow up uh, there? No, I didn't grow up there. I uh, I grew up in the Midwest, and I did that thing where I was like, certainly New York City's better, right? And it is a it's a it's really cool place, man. But living there is just it, it's so bad that this I moved to a place that is all, always cracking open and on fire, and I was like, this is so much better, right? You know, <laughs> like I would rather burn to death. <laughs> Watching those subway videos that have been leaking out about all the water that's just been going into the subway stations, I was like, "It's." Cool. I mean, it really is. It's mad. It's like the most people that have congregated in one place in this country have done so on a small island with mm -hmm. no plan, and it's just <laughs> no plan. And, and more people keep coming. Yeah, there's not even a trash removal plan that is remotely like you just stack your trash on the corner. That's the best they've come up with. There's yeah. not even dumpsters. They're like, oh, it's trash day. Put your loose bags of garbage out. Yeah. Make sure it's rat feeding season. <laughs> so everybody put Oh, yeah. Out. How often do rats just tear the fuck out of those trash piles? It just, it's constant. I used yeah. to walk dogs, and they would they would constantly get, like, chicken bones stuck in their throat. And, like, that's bad for dogs. Right. And people would be like, what did you do? I'm like, <laughs> they're, they're just everywhere. Yeah, every day's trash day. It's either rats are picking the bones out or it's just everyone in New York City thinks they're a king and just every time they finish a chicken <laughs> toss it wait, and they just toss it right yeah how long were you in New York for five and a half years and then when did you at what point did you start to get tired of it uh probably day three <laughs> um no it's just like it's just you don't even have central air I got a friend yeah. who is on a like popular TV show. Mm -hmm. and she didn't have control of the temperature of her own dwelling. You wow. know what I mean? It's just like, I thought, you know, I kind of thought once you were on like a network show, yeah. you, you could you could decide how warm it is when you go to bed. Right, right, but right. But it's, yeah. no. Damn. It is crazy. And my, my, my best friend uh, works at Columbia and like has like a salary and health insurance. She's like, she's very lucky, but still like is boiling alive in her in her house like oh, really? in her two by two foot room see yeah. Yeah. Uh, and when you come to hell we already ac'd the fuck out of everything yeah you know what i mean so welcome yeah to hell man i love it here i <laughs> i beezlebub welcome you <laughs> blunt in hand welcome to welcome california. to my butt crack <laughs> welcome to my butt crack i'm beelzebub and welcome to my butt crack <laughs> <laughs> uh what is something that's underrated man uh men jamie yeah oh. men uh i'm <laughs> men's rights activist uh, surprise <laughs> I tricked Anna now debate me coward yeah. to, to Jamie debate <laughs> me Jamie 
You think you're so smart with your Mensa? Debate an average man. Yeah. About to own you with facts and logic. I care about my feelings. You referenced tinfoil hat. I think what's underrated is what I used to think were really crazy conspiracy theories. Like I've had friends that have been telling me for years that all the world's elite are pedophiles. And I was like, that sounds crazy. But maybe they were right this whole time. Oh, yeah. Looking at these lists, you're like, huh. I'm like, man, mm. that is that is everyone you told me was a pedophile. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Like I've been I've been it's... told that like I've been told crazy things about Bill Clinton my whole life, but I thought it was just because I grew up in a red state, you know? But Yeah, I it, mean, God, see, that's why this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, I bring it all out. Bring mm-hmm. it. I wanna see it all. That is I the, need yeah. to, we need to get to the bottom of this shit. That what? is the funny thing is you're seeing like a lot of more like right leaning people that are like well, what about when one of your people comes out? And, right, and, and, and everyone's like, everyone yeah. left's like, yeah, please, yeah, <laughs> take them all. The we fires don't. are being stoked and ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. it's in like every area of rich people too. Every yeah. genre of rich, like there. If you haven't seen an open secret, have you guys seen an open secret? That's the documentary from a couple years ago by uh, Amy Berg about uh, like Hollywood specific uh-huh. uh, pedophile, and they, like I couldn't get a theatrical release really because it was like such a controversial oh, subject. Oh shit! I gotta but see that. She's like an Oscar-winning director, and she couldn't get it. Right, released. right, right. But it's like it's so prevalent. I mean, we we got we're talking Pearlman today. Yeah, and it's th- this is like Abuseville too. It like is, especially yeah. the carrot of fame is used to just manipulate the fuck out of people. I still am just like, how is Dan Schneider not in jail. Like, there's so many people who belong in jail and they're not. Hey, yeah. it's, it's coming, coming man. Open it's coming, flight. maybe. It's coming. Yeah, I mean, it's coming out, and it's just like, I feel like a lot of things are just coming to the surface. We're at, that's why everything's so crazy. It's yeah. just like we're we're at the the cauldron is bubbling. It's well, re- right. it's reached peak boil, and we're just like all standing around, like oh god, it's gonna blow. The right. devil's butt crack is throbbing. Yeah, <laughs> the, de- the devil's <laughs> the devil's balloon knots inside out. I can tell, man. The devil's wind sock. Um, now, what is a myth? What's something that you? Uh, I forget how Jack words it, but what's a myth, man? What the man, fuck? What's a uh, myth you could just bust? Uh, okay, so this kind of blew my mind, and it's kind of a string of thought that leads to a couple quotes that we've been misusing for years. As a, uh, so, my girl and I were kind of talking about this whole basic idea that. Uh, millennials are like ungrateful or lazy mm-hmm. and we were just talking about how really it's more that we're so inundated with options that no one can feel contentment because sure. it's just we're so constantly aware of what we don't have or or what the other thing we could be doing like I, my grandparents had a beautiful marriage they were married for like 65 years but it's also like that's a myth she was just yeah <laughs> 65 yeah what if I what if that was my myth I would like to break the myth that my grandparents had a good marriage yeah <laughs> Like a whoa, very petty. It's like, whoa. Is this a uh, Thanksgiving conversation? I mean, having? any grandparents' courting story is the scariest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my my grandparents met via my grandfather cat calling my grandmother. <laughs> In a parking oh, wow. lot. Yeah, she was she was she had like a much younger sibling. She was like, you know, walking the baby around. She's a teenager. And my grandfather tailgated her, pulled up to her, and was like, Hey, that your baby? And then they were married for five hundred years. <laughs> hey, that your baby. <laughs> and she was Yo, like, that your baby? Yo, Ma! That's your baby. That's your baby. He's Go like, no, no, what are you doing this? You looking dumb thing. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So go on. Oh yeah. Well, it was just we were just talking, but it's like also my they didn't have like Facebook, you know, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden that girl that you 
kind of missed with in high school hits you up 20 years later like i've been thinking about you you know like he didn't have to deal with any of that shit she didn't have to deal with any of that shit options are limited so anyway we were just talking about like there's all these quotes that we've just been misusing Uh and honestly to the opposite effect so like for instance did you know blood is thicker than water the full saying is actually the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb which basically means the opposite so it's basically the bonds that you choose to make mean much more than the bonds that you're born into. But we literally say it like blood is thicker in the water. Like Yeah, like blood over everything. Yeah, oh. blood over everything. But it's really like because your friends will adapt with you, it flows more like water. So like blood blood is slower to move. So your family's right. not gonna change. Wow. So you create your own family that's like minded and you guys that's are water. Now moving like a hive. So it's water. actually like an insult to say blood is thicker than water. Exactly. Like, wow. And we've well, been I saying it like that for years. Dumb. Yeah. That's so cool. And then the other one is uh they say jack of all trades, master of none, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like if you focus on a bunch of things, you'll, you yeah. won't be great at anything. But the full saying is jack of all trades, master of none, but Maybe that's better than a master of one. So basically, a jack of all trades would beat a master at most things because a master is only good at one thing. So if you're good at 10 things, you're going to beat the master at nine things. Yo, this is a real thank you. That's, that's, man. Wow. I'm smiling. <laughs> now yeah, I can crazy? fucking be like, that's fuck amazing. you, family. Yeah. I'm like, I'm with water now. The next person to call me a multi hyphenate is going to You don't fucking get the origin, fuck homie. You. you don't know the end of the phrase. Oh, you're just a master at Super Smash Brothers. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little bit good at many other things as well. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Okay, that oh, that wow. was empowering. Yeah, that you guys was feel amazing. good? Yeah, that was a fucking. I just wanted to share that great. feeling with you. I Motherfucking mean, paradigm thank you. shift. Yeah. I think we need a new drop for paradigm shifts. Shift DJ Dan, think just go in the lab and marinate on that. That's what those earthquakes were, baby. Was just the paradigm shift. Yeah. See, the devil's butt provides. And it it giveth and it taketh away. Mm-hmm. So, moving on, giveth actually. We were giveted. Give it the did. The trailer for Cats, the movie oh, or the the fucking classic musical, yeah. turned into the movie, and people, I don't understand why people are people so fucking angry about had this. Furious takes about this movie one way or or another. I don't. The main thing I don't understand is first of all, I'm so excited for this movie. Sure. I really hope it's good. I hope it makes a million billion dollars and then we get a bunch of fucking weird movies. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be the greatest thing in the world. There hasn't been a great like musical to screen adaptation in like over 10 years. What was the last one you say is good? Chicago? I think Chicago was the, the like Chicago and Moulin Rouge were like peak and then there was like a bunch of imitators and you know Moulin I- Rouge was that a stage musical? No, but that was like a big but musical, musical. Okay, spectacle. Okay. Um, and they were, in, you know, they tried to make it happen with Phantom of the Opera, and they right. tried to make it happen with Nine and right. Ren. Maybe Across the really... Universe? Across was that? The... Oh, yeah. I that mean, was what... good. I didn't think, I don't know, I never saw that one. Yeah, it was good. Was it good? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you there, like the I Beatles. Mean, and we know Yesterday just came out, a classic. <laughs> yeah. I really do want to see Yesterday because I, I want to just make fun of something. But, cat. I mean, it looks... My confusion about people being like, the cats look scary is like, have you ever seen a picture of the musical? That right. they're supposed to look scary. Like it was funny though. Some of the takes were like showing stills, and they're like, "This looks like deep fakes." <laughs> so much. Like I was like, eh, "Maybe." So but much like- internet criticism too is when people are just like, "Why is it this the way I w- I want it to be?" Sure. Yeah. And then, but this one seemed like a few comics made fun of it, and then the 
like prevailing sentiment on the internet became like sort of like ha 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 let's make fun of this shit because a lot of it just seems like a lot of people just making fun of it yeah i don't think i've re- read like sincerely angry ones no yeah you know uh, you know, shout out to Jabuki who got banned from I suspended know. from Twitter momentarily from basically <laughs> pretending six. his account was the cat's one. I what did he say? Loved it. Like the penises in the movie will oh, also be spiked. The yeah, yeah. they're gonna have realistic <laughs> spiked <spike> penises. penises. <laughs> um, yeah, I, look, I think it'll be a it's going to be an event. I'm psyched, man! I can't wait. A lot of people were mad about this. I read someone like a tweet that people didn't like that where the tails were. I mean, like, this is insane. What the fuck does this that is, even mean? This is truly. It's literally, we're getting it's a waste you know of energy. You know what's also crazy is it's the same energy that people tweet about like camps at the border. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. It's like yeah. the same level of of it, like ah, the tails are a little high. Right. And there's there's kids a, in cages. Yeah. The fun? world's falling apart. And there's no Mushu in Mulan. <laughs> it is, uh, yeah, I'm psyched on cats. We've been, uh, Bechtel Cast has been getting a million tweets because in most of our episodes, uh, Caitlin does a segment called Cat Facts where yeah. she just restates that cats generally have eight nipples. Generally. And uh, we are not seeing any nipples on these cats, but we are seeing yeah. big naturals. We're seeing big, two so- regular titties, two <laughs> regular <laughs> ass titties seeing, on these cats. We're seeing big naturals, no nipples, which I think is a wild creative <laughs> it decision. It could be Go buried off, under Hooper. the fur. This is what we call a reverse Schumacher, is there's no <laughs> nipples. Reverse Where shoe. there should be nipples. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're under the fur? Like a cat's nipples don't just hang out the, the I fur. Hope there's a scene where they go bloop and they just kind of come out, <laughs> you know? There, I, I mean, cats is fun. Cats is fun. If you don't know about Jellicle cats, you have to educate yourself. Go to a community theater production and just and just really like assault your eyes with a production yeah. of cats. It's I mean, great. the cast looks fine. People like, I, I guess, I mean, I'm, Doesn't I think Jay Hud is gonna fucking just hold it the fuck down. Oh my god! I mean, her her memory solo is beautiful. Yeah. it's you're gonna love. Uh, but I that- guess, and I, I'm, I guess I'm a little bit agnostic when it comes to it because i'm like okay cool but i'm also not like i have to go see that i'm not a huge musicals person i do have to go see it because i don't i don't know i just think it's way better that this that a movie like this is happening than like one of the five bajillion like disney like i I am 900 times more excited to see cats than i am to see uh, any of the Disney remakes, live action ones. Yeah, I have you seen my Leon money. King yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. I will see it, but I but it's like everything I read about it is like it's beautiful, but it's Uncanny Valley, and I've seen this movie before, and it's like yeah, yeah. right. I don't I know. have seen this it's somewhere. Just, it it makes me. I have th- this will be the first Disney remake that I see in theaters. I I haven't gone to any yet, but will I you see this, the Little Mermaid? I'll definitely see Little Mermaid. I love. Uh, I will see The Little Mermaid. I'm like, I have to see Lion King because I saw Midsummer twice, and I was yeah, like, I what? have to offset this by seeing. You were, you were in a place. I just, I that was, was a choice. I just, well, I saw it first to scare myself before I went to Mensa, mm-hmm. and then I saw it again because I have a crush on Will Poulter, and now I need to stop seeing. Shout him. out Will Poulter. He's an Arsenal fan. He's a oh, gooner. So respect to him. Uh, okay, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Wow. Who would have thought we were going to come back from that commercial break? I'm glad we all had It was had a good faith. break. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's a new uh, grift in Trump world. 
Mm. Um, if you go to the Donald J. Trump website, you know, where they sell fucking campaign do. garbage. If it's not already your home screen. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Please, we will include a link in the footnotes for you to just Ooh. click it, and it will change your landing page to uh, donaldjtrump.com, or shop.donaldjtrump.com. Um, this new fucking product is just a pack of 10 plastic straws. It says, They're- liberal paper straws <laughs> don't work. Stand with President Trump, all caps, and buy your pack of recyclable straws today. Oh, I, it's like, look, I get it. You almost respect it. You know, that's the thing about him is this is so, (laughs) I mean, he's trolling everybody, including his own (laughs) people. Well, it's not like he's deciding. Like the weird, you know, fucking 4chan goons who are like, yeah, I got, I got some merch ideas. This is a good one. Let's own the libs with plastic straws. Wiping out the turtles to own the libs. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's odd that, too, when they're talking about, like, okay, liber- like liberal paper straws. Liberal okay. paper straws. So then the answer is that you're pushing back against being liberal. Yet on when you look at the um, – description it's like bpa free reusable and recyclable so it's like okay so then are you so are you saying that matters to the consumer in the same way that people who would you know not be down with one-time use plastics are right it's all over the place Well, so that's what it happened like i remember seeing this thing where i don't remember who it was but some republican congressperson was like the republicans are going to come up with a plan to combat climate change just don't talk to us about the green new deal but it's like okay wait a minute so now climate change is real i thought it I yeah. thought the angle right. was that it wasn't. No, no, and now no. that we're talking Green New Deal, you're like, all right, we'll find our own solution to fix it. It's like, fix. I thought it was didn't need to be fixed. What right. are we talking about? It's yeah. such a failed troll, too, because they're like, by making it like biodegradable plastic, I'm like, okay, yeah. I agree. Uh, not biodegradable, just recyclable. It's just recyclable. Okay. One okay. And one is, I just want to underline that. Okay. Okay. You know what? I rescind Okay, comment. great. I do also want to underline this. It costs, you get $10, 10 straws for $15. Ten <laughs> fucking red straws. Plus shipping. That say Trump on it. Plus shipping. You can buy one thousand fucking plastic straws for ten dollars. So that's a hundred fifty time, one hundred fifty percent markup or one hundred fifty x markup. Listen, I don't like paper straws either. Okay. Yeah. This is this, but this is this is so stupid. This is just. But you know what? Oh, They've, oh, man, people will literally just go broke buying this shit in like the weird culture so, war where they seems, think that it's expensive. It's like sometimes we need to stop and say, do we do we deserve to keep going? As <laughs> like, d- does our species really? We act like it's like we're killing ourselves. Like maybe that's what's supposed to. Yeah, right, right. I mean, do you remember this was a couple years ago, maybe about a decade ago, but. Uh, Sun Chips had like the biodegradable bag, like fully biodegradable. Oh yeah, they came out. It was fully oh, wow. biodegradable. But so I'm you not just kidding. Throw that you. shit up, like. But get this. So this is hilarious. They discontinued it, and I'm not kidding you. It's because people were calling and complaining that the bag was too loud. I remember that. I'm yeah. S- they were was- like, the bag's too loud. It the- crinkles too much, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. I can't eat my chips in a library. And <laughs> the bag was too loud. Too loud. Like it was so rigid that it was like. <laughs> yeah. And people were like, no, no can do. I'll eat Fuck Doritos. Yeah. yeah. And so they, so they re-released the non-biodegradable bag and people were like, thank you. It's made of Mylar. I like to eat my chips in silence. Right. <laughs> Sun chip is also the loudest chip anyways. If you're engaging with Sun Chips, you've, you know, people see you and they know it's a loud do chip. Do you consciously buy Sun Chips? Intentionally? I- 
No, no. I've, I've are you only... anti sonship? Are you trying to back me into I a don't know. corner? Debate on me a on live... it. <laughs> Debate me, you coward. <laughs> Debate me, you coward, on there... the validity of sonships. I forgot about that sonships thing. That was, yeah, this is. Uh, I used to, sure. I remember my mom when we would go to Subway when I was a kid, she wouldn't let me get Doritos, mm-hmm. but the sonship in her mind was fine. So that's, I for a while, when I would get my tuna sandwich as a kid, I would only get the French onion or harvest cheddar or whatever. What the fuck is harvest cheddar? Whatever. Just add the cool modifiers that make you feel like it's, you know, yeah. rustic. I, yeah, I do appreciate when, like, blatantly unhealthy things are, have branded themselves as healthy and my mom falls for it. Right. It's like, like well, it says fun. sun. Yeah. It's the like, sun. They're like, they're, these, these, crip, these chips can grow on a tree in the sun. And right. And that's beautiful. Uh, what are the uh, what's the first ingredient? Uh, it's some like fourteen syllable chemical compound. I don't know how to pronounce, <laughs> but fine. Well, oh, good God. luck to everybody who bought their red Trump straw. I'm sure you will own the libs when they yeah. see you using a red straw that from yeah. far away looks like you're. It's a Slurpee straw from Seven Eleven. Yeah, if you're ordering fifteen straws for ten dollars on the internet i'm sure paper straws are your biggest problem yeah yeah and if you do that uh don't tell me anything about fucking fiscal responsibility either <laughs> uh-huh that's fine 150 times markup yeah, yeah good 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 mm-hmm. uh next up man yes oh john delaney uh oh. it be own as we say on the daily zeitgeist every day and <laughs> presidential hopeful number four million four hundred fifty eight thousand five hundred nine 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 john delaney has reportedly been told by his own fucking staff to sit the fuck down. Okay. Uh, this is what Axios is reporting. They say on July 9th, John Delaney's senior team uh, sat him down and told him to drop out of the presidential race by mid-August. And this is they had three sources. Okay, so why? First, they thought he flopped at the first debate in Miami. Quote, there was no real breakout moment, which is what everyone in leadership had been hoping for. Next, every other day he would have a different position, whether on <laughs> economic policies or racial issues. And that, apparently that was a common theme that came up with the th- sources that the this journalist spoke with. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, they said some said he's not spending enough money to run a competitive race, that all the money he's spent so far hasn't moved the needle for them. Because he's like, I think he got like custom straws. Yeah. Um, Did the straw strategy not work? I don't think so. Can't believe it. He just thought like, hey, we'll do a collab with Bagu for they call reusable them, shopping bags. They call them Laney straws. <laughs> Lane, Laney. <laughs> fuck. Uh, another one said uh, he'd better be posi- he'd be better positioned to run for governor or get a cabinet position if he drops out before September. Okay, that makes sense. One of the other themes that came out through all of these sort of interviews was everyone wanted to make sure that they got this point out that he is quote genuinely a likable guy. They're like this guy's actually a really nice guy, even though all this other shit. We want you to know he's v nice, um, but. They say they paint, they describe him as the most Republican Democrat who's just, quote, not made for the moment. And I was like, yeah, that does make sense. Because when he addressed the California Democratic Convention, mm-hmm. he his takes were, yes, I don't think he knew where the fuck he was. You're speaking to California Democrats. And yeah. check out some of these takes. If my policies have to become more moderate to get things done that matter to the American people, then I'm all in. It got worse when he talked about health care. Medicare for all may sound good, but it's actually not good policy, nor is it good politics. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> Yo, that's. I feel bad that his only defense. Mulaney 2020. I'm yeah. telling you. I'm telling you. 
I'm telling you. Oh, shit. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Gee whiz. He's, he's glitching. He's glitching. He's glitching. Pour there, water on him. Yeah, we already have a flagrant centrist running in the. There's only room for one flagrant centrist. Yeah. I kind of want to vote for this guy's staff. There. Yeah, right. You know, like, that's refreshing. Yeah. I almost want, like, I wish you could vote for the candidate and then be like, now you have to take his staff. Right, right. I right. want these three people around in case you need to be told to sit down. Right. You know, I like knowing that they'll do that. There's another thing that said, like, his wife, who isn't officially part of the campaign, has been apparently, like, actually running the campaign. So there's, like, there was no coherent direction going on. The other thing they say is that, first of all, he's not even polling anywhere near enough to get deep in these debates. He's polling between generously zero and under 1%. And And is America ready for a president this bald? Mm, yeah, I know. When was the last time we had a really bald motherfucker? Have in we office? ever had uh, Dwight D? Yeah, was it was it Dwight Ike? D? Was a baldman? Ike. Mm-hmm. Uh, LBJ was thinning. LBJ was thinning. Uh, Nixon got pretty. Nixon yeah, was getting had, there, but he had a, but not like he didn't have the halo. Going no, 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 no. Huh? Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a very question. good. Yeah. Wow. It's funny because baldest woman. Is boss. Yeah, ba- that baldest is, man is cuck loser. Bald, yeah, baldest woman is in charge. Baldest man, kind of chaos. You don't know. Yeah, could go a lot of ways. That's why I wear a hat, so no one knows. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now, uh, the other thing that they say is that Delaney apparently seemed open to the idea of dropping out, but that he'd still attend the next debates in at the end of this month. He's even flip flopping on this issue. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, he's got no stance. They're literally saying, like, dude, it's fucking done. Take the L, just figure out another strategy here. There's there might be a way for you to become a governor or get in a cabinet position. But he's like, nah, let me just see how this next he's debate like, goes. My glamour project. He's like, hold on, let, let me just kill it real quick. He's like, the only thing worse than canceling college debt is abortion. Whoa. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm going to do that every time uh, I'm losing an audience during stand-up. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I can't wait to get the old-fashioned hook. (laughs) The vaudevillian shepherds came. I'm telling you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, nothing says. Dating in L.A. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. (laughs) You don't know if who you're going to be with is a... Sis or het or a man or you know I'm telling you I'm telling you I'm telling you yeah she's problematic man what the fuck <laughs> hooker I'm telling you I'm telling oh, you oh boy that did not go well gotta stop getting my jokes from Reddit okay well uh, you know again I think Kenny yes valuable lesson here for his staff shout out to them for. I wonder how bad it was, like, if they really thought, like, if this was an intervention, essentially. Yeah. Like, to be like, hey, we got to talk, boss. What? Dude, you got to pull the fucking plug on this thing. Your More, own job? Like, this guy has good friends. More yeah. people need these people yeah. like this. I think maybe that's why they really want to be like, he's a genuinely nice guy. He's yeah. just wrong for this era. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. He sounds like a cool principal. Yeah, it's like a lot of it's like comedians, yeah, you know. Jamie, how many times have you heard that? Where it's like, "What? Well, how's this person?" I'm like, nice guy. Nice really, guy. Really, that guy needs right. to quit. That guy <laughs> needs to quit comedy. Yeah, he's gonna be so right. nice doing literally anything else. Yeah. Like there, yeah. Has a comedian ever Delaney staffed another comedian? Delaney staff. Been no. like, hey, you know what? This ain't it. No, it's tough. You know how I you feel tell like someone you kind of got a Delaney staff yourself. 
Yeah, you, gotta, you have to self-staff. You gotta, yeah. yeah, you gotta self-staff. You gotta yeah. self-staff yourself. Wow. Well, staffing season is upon us. There comes a day for where we must all delaney ourselves. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, oh, moving on to, uh, <laughs> are you gonna be a Mulaney or Delaney? Yeah, yeah. It's a choice. <laughs> exactly. You got two two roads here in comedy. The You're either jumps. a Mulaney or a Delaney. Mulaneys rise up. Delaneys don't know when to quit. Yeah. You're just gonna D jump for back down. into the devil's butthole. <laughs> down to the devil's butt. <laughs> From whence I came. Um, speaking of. No, I can't even pivot into that. <laughs> I just want to talk about what's going on in Puerto Rico right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Ricardo Rosello, the governor, and his staff have been in fucking hot water. They, people are in the streets demanding his resignation uh, because he is just trying to ride out an epic shitstorm of controversy at the moment. Uh, Puerto Rico's Center for Investigative Journalism released like almost 900 pages of texts or messages in this group between the governor and 11 other male aides that were chock full of homophobic and sexist slurs. It's really and bad. And it was talk it was a fucking toxic dump site. Like it was they were taking shots at political opponents like uh the the mayor of San Juan, fucking Ricky Martin got the smoke in this group. The, yeah, the it's not worth repeating any of it, but it is like I don't I'm like do they not this always happens. Yeah. It's like, also like even always... even if you're going to speak that way like in this current day and age, if you're, in, what are you texting anything? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know that this is going to, you, like, it'll end up somewhere. That shows how incompetent you are. Right. Yeah. Is that you think you can text you this stuff. You don't even know how to hide your misogyny. Like, it's, it's unacceptable to say it in a closed room with your friends, right. but it is stupid to have digital receipts. Like, it's crazy. Evidence of it, your shittiness when you're it's just, in a, such a position of power too yeah right. especially after you're coming off of like a huge hurt you're under the spotlight yeah and i mean again there was even another comment like where the governor's chief financial officer was making like hurricane maria jokes even oh about God. bodies piling up it was r- absurd now this is all against a backdrop where people fucking are have been calling him out on his basically failed leadership um, yeah. and you know, his failure to accurately portray the extent of the damage and the death toll of the hurricane, uh, his inability to really stand up to Trump. Um, and you know, just the, the, the local government and federal government slow response, obviously like there are a lot of just terrible shit has been going on. Um, and then also recently too, there was a scandal involving, um, his secretary of education and five others, they were fucking arrested because they were just steering federal funds to like their homies who were contractors who were totally unqualified. Right. Like old school bullshit, you know, here, 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 hook the homies up type corruption. Um, so, you know, when you kind of look at all this and all the anger, I get it because on top of the economic situation in the territory, which already, come on, Puerto Rico should be a fucking state. We're fucking ha- making all these decisions on these people's behalves. They are United States citizens, but they have no representation in Congress. Mm-hmm. I have so much to say about that. It's yeah. Um, and then on top of it, the like the federal government has their hands all over how they're going to recover out of this recession and their plan. They're like they're making all the decisions, which is basically pay off your debt, but pay the banks fucking first. Mm-hmm. Not even like be able to figure out a way to get this economy running again. It's like, well, hey, man. You owe, you owe Wall Street some money. Yeah, the priorities are very yeah. clear. Uh, yeah, this is. I mean, it's the 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 pull quotes from these. I like that they're called Ricky Leaks. Yeah. Uh, the pull quotes from the Ricky Leaks are straight up horrifying, and it is. I mean, it is kind of. I I do. I guess appreciate the fact 
that uh, le- like world leaders can still be this incompetent, so at least they can get busted on this shit. Because yeah. I feel like once pe- once people who are a part of our generation uh, start do- engaging in political fuckery, uh, they they will know not to do this. Right. And like, I mean, it's uh, Manafort got busted for the same thing. Like earlier this year, is like he had just texted yeah. all his war crimes. How do I PDF? Yeah. How do I change this PDF to look like more money in bank? Right. Like, yeah. It's it's just uh, well, it's also like he's Trump is scapegoat scapegoating this guy, mm-hmm. and he's giving it validity, right. which mm-hmm. is another frustrating element. Yeah. Because I first started hearing about this guy's corruption because of Trump's deflections on his handling of. Right. Maria, and right. I assumed, oh, he's just blaming someone else. But right. then it sucks whenever that it comes out, and it's like, oh, this guy is inept. Right. And then you know Trump's base is like, see, see, it wasn't him. See, it wasn't him. Right. And that's one of the big arguments against him, as you said, the way he handled exactly. the hurricane. But it turns out, you know, and look, you know, you saw Trump. He was in the gym with that wet ass <laughs> jump shot with the paper towels. You saw that. Uh, but again, you know, shout out to the people in the streets, man. I really hope your yeah. action pays off because, again, yes, I feel like he should resign. And there is constant, constant demonstrations going on. So, you know, shout out support to love to all the Boricua people yeah. in Absolutely. Puerto Rico. Absolutely. Uh, next up. Okay. So uh, how many of y'all did FaceApp? I don't fuck with that. Why? Because I- Because Russia? No, because I-, do, I You don't want to look at yourself? I don't want to see. Uh, first of all, I don't want to look logistically. At I don't want to know what I look like old. What the fuck? There, I, I'm gonna look worse than I do now, and I don't need to think about that. Uh, <laughs> there, like, they're, everyone's like, I'm gonna be hot when I'm old. I'm like, no, you're hot now. Yeah, do you, the face app. You just, yeah. You think you'll be hot when you're old? Let me see. There, I'm not doing it. No, not I, you. I'm oh. the, the hypothetical <laughs> me. Debate me. You. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime the masses start doing something, it's probably uh, not great. Well, you know, I think- Once what, it goes to- It's like the ice bucket challenge where it was like, okay, I hit a certain point where I was like, what's really going on here? It's too much. Sure. Yeah. I mean, at least that was in service of like ALS, right? Right, but right. Like this, yeah. I mean, look, you take it, you, you get to use people's sense of vanity or, you know- uh, the novelty of seeing themselves old and it spread, mm-hmm. but like the prevailing take was Russia. And even I was like, at first like, Hmm, but overall at the end, like when in my mind, I was like, well then they're going to have photos, but it's like, let's be real. Everybody got your photos. You don't need yeah. this. Yeah. This, this isn't going to open Pandora's box fam. No. Um, uh, but at any rate, people just became so concerned with it, especially that the language and the terms and conditions basically said, you grant FaceApp a perpetual, irrevocable, non-exclusive, royalty-free, worldwide, fully paid, transferable, sub-licensable license to use, reproduce, modify, adapt, publish, translate, create, derivative works from, distribute, publicly, blah, 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 blah. Now, people were like obviously freaked out about Russia these days because of what happened in the election or whatever, but it even like got to the point where like Chuck Schumer called for like an FBI investigation into the app and then telling people who are running like you know, DNC candidates, like, do not use the app. Really? Are we not looking at what actual like big tech companies are doing? Yeah, I'd see it both ways. In some ways, I'm just like, yeah, if you did face app, of course your data got fucking jacked. Like, and anyone who I I feel like in general, like most people are like, oh yeah, duh. Like, I I I'm very surprised that people were surprised. But this is like you're saying, it's like most apps. It's like if you have a fucking Nest Cam in your house, if you have an Alexa in your yeah. house, like you are you are. Look at the terms and conditions hat. of fucking anything you use. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like if you don't like, you can opt out. If you have an Alexa in your house, you can opt out of certain like 
not being eavesdropped on, but it affects the service of the device so much that you may as well not have right. it. So you're just create like. That's why you should just hire a. Um, some kind of servant with there's, a computer at, at, next to them at all times. There's a great book there. I, I get. I, I've I've been reading a lot about it because it's a lot of what the show I've been building uh, is about. And I, mm-hmm. you know, not to brag, but I've read a book. Girl whom is boss. Uh, boss whom is boss girl. whom is girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, very important <laughs> distinction. Yes. Uh, but there's a, a new book uh, called The Age of Surveillance Capitalism that mm-hmm. like super breaks down. Uh, the logistics of this is by Shoshana Zuboff. But it's just, I mean, it is, I think it is kind of like pointed that like face app is such a silly thing. Yeah. And the fact that that's taking data is like kind of funny, but it's like everything, well, literally yeah. everything. Well, is. even when you break down the thing, a lot of people are like, well, it gives you the camera or whatever. And a lot of people who are looking into like the structure of the actual app, it's not ex- ex- accessing your entire camera roll and being like, thank you. It's right. just starting the ones that you are putting uh, like the photo you want to be altered in. And then the information it only can get is just the device model you have and like this specific like serial number, like the device ID number. Yeah, I mean, so, it's not more than a normal app would ask for. I double checked just to be sure. And I gave, I the Jeremy Renner app asks more uh, for more data. Than I'm the sure, device and your location has. probably. Oh, you got to unlock tell location him based. where you are. There, the Jeremy Renner app is chaos. You know, you need money to participate. You can download it for free, but there's also a Jeremy Renner star system. I saw that. Wait, didn't you like upload a thing or like where you can pay more for him to see your comments or some y- shit? Yeah, if you you can pay a hundred dollars and then he'll for sure see your thirsty ass comment on his Holy weird app, shit. or at least someone he knows will. And uh, can we get you banned from that app? I, I I'll want pay. I will put money into whatever would be the highest tier user, so he has to see your nonstop I commentary. Give, I give my I, I star every pick. I'm really. I mean, and I, still no no reply from him, no response. No, I mean, there's I'm no there there's I'm nowhere close to being the number one fan. It's going to take a while, but if you download the Jeremy Renner app, make sure you also sign up for push notifications okay. because uh, they're fucked. Uh, one thing I just do want to break bring up is when you look at just sort of people like, well, then they have your photo. Just think about this, right? Google has already used at least 8 million user images for facial recognition training. Facebook has used at least 10 million users' photos for their own shit. So, like, let's let's really kind of refocus this. I understand yeah. Russia has so much energy behind it, and it's crazy because, like, a lot of the coverage was lopsided and just focusing on Russia right. rather than privacy, right? I think that's really what it was, but... Because I think the, the nature of, every, like, the sort of response people have when they hear it, they're like, oh, no. Other thing, you remember the mannequin challenge? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the Ray Stremert song? Didn't mm-hmm. have the Ray Stremert song? Yeah. yeah. Um, where people like had to stand still and then people would just kind of walk through with a camera. Well, guess what? Google used 2,000 of those mannequin challenge videos to train their AI to understand like their AI model and predicting the depth of a moving object in video. So- you know what? There. Just face up the fuck out yourself. Yeah, man. Guys. If you like, it, I think the worst thing that can happen when you are a, f- a participate in face app is you're a fucking dork. Like, <laughs> I think that that is really the thing. Oh man, but some of those photos, man. I guess. Like the people who did it six times on themselves. There, those ones where you look like you're melting are. Yeah, kind of I actually like that when you have yeah. full on just yeah. Well, great. And also, uh, other fact, the the. The actual images that are being used, they're not actually even being stored in Russia. They're using Google and Amazon's cloud services. Mm. Well, that sounds safe. And also think about this. They're not even accessing your microphone like many other apps that don't need to. Jeremy Renner. 
Jeremy Renner's app uses the microphone? You, are you ever in an app? It happens to me when I'm on Instagram all the time where you close the app and you can see the red the red like recording light in the top left of your phone for a second and then it shuts off and you're like, oh, that app was listening to me. Like which ones? Yeah. That happens on Instagram all the time. Oh, when I, I close Instagram, yeah. like look at the top left of your screen. It'll be red for a second and then yep. close. And I only know that because I record all my sets and so I know like what that recording light looks like. That's mm. why your targeted ads get crazy, man. Like yeah. I, I, I was literally, so I, I said, the way, remember in the beginning I said I had Googled bug out bag? Well, it was after the earthquake and we were like, we got to figure out, right. we got to have a, a kit and we were having a conversation about it. And then I Boom. looked at my phone and the first targeted ad was this bug out Oh, bag. okay. So not to have my little, t but, but like, I mean, well, I mean, we always talk about how those ads just pop up and I'm like, yeah, cool. Microphone access. It is. Yeah. It they're, is. They're list they are. <laughs> I'm like, they are listening. They are but like, listening. if you don't think that that's true, it's like, look at your targeted ads. You it, yeah. Ads. It's follow like there's facts and then there's conspiracy. Th but it's like, I remember I had an Alexa, my roommate had one. We got rid of it because of the number of times that we would forget it was there and we'd just be talking, and then we'd hear, "I'm sorry, what was that?" And right. it's like, "Oh yeah, you're just your listening door. to us." There, you do like I, I do it sometimes in in like shows. Like I'll have people take their phones out and just like leave their phone out, and then mention like Monster Energy Drink like 20 times, and then the next day people will send me screenshots of like hey. they're getting targeted ads of it. Yeah. Monster like, needs to give you a check. Yeah, I, I agree. I know. It's, it's That's not, not cheap. a boss move. It's not cheap. I know. I hear you. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And we're back. Jamie. Miles. How was MenCon? Men okay, so I give us a quick update. What's going quick on? Quick update. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go crazy on the recap, uh, but I do feel like you know, I've been talking to Zygang. Yeah, about people this story know about you. For over a year now. Yeah, you you're um you are a Menson. Yes. You've uh, been you've written things about Mensa. Yes, I've been You've I've, been I'll let you just tell your story. I I'm sorry. I'm so God, sorry. Just making space. Yeah. Here. Uh, so so basically, if if you're not familiar, that's great. Honestly, uh, that's great. Uh, took took the Mensa entry exam as a joke. Turned out to not be. Turned out I was a genius. Turned, turns no. Turns out, and I genuinely do believe this. Turns out the test is way easier than they tell you, and it's kind of a grift. Um, <sighs> It, I, I wow, truly, hot take. I truly believe, like a lot of people, almost anyone could pass this test. I think, uh, if if you grew well, up taking standardized tests, sure, which okay. most of us did. If you if you did well on your standardized tests in elementary school, you'll probably do well on these. Uh, either way, uh, wrote about it as a joke, got in as as a joke, was writing some kind of goofy pieces under the assumption that the group was, all, you know, kind of a bunch of. Like uh, rich, rich liberal nerds. Yeah, sure. Uh, so kind of poking at that. Um, then turns out it was a way more complicated organization <laughs> than I realized. There were a lot of secret Facebook groups uh, that were toxic. Uh, there, you know, I'm trying to remain. Oh, I, I've, I'm like twelve thousand words deep into this story, um, and it is. Way, Have you said that many words already? Way more bizarre. Oh, you're writing. Okay. Oh, I thought you had spoken twelve thousand words. Just no. Now. Although I am going Croft and viral. <laughs> you were right Croft now and viral on, on that cold the, brew. On the cold brew. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> long story short, there are all these uh, all these secret groups, especially this one unmoderated one, who found my work and immediately were like, you know, like there there were there were threats, there were insults. It was just kind of the general. Uh, person online yeah you, you poked a cultural beehive online 
Right. And then the response. So uh, so I just started writing about that. I stopped making fun of it and stopped started reporting on it. Uh, things kind of spiraled out. I like met people who were very high up in American Mensa, and they were like, yeah, we're not going to shut this group down because people like it, even though it's extremely right-leaning, a lot of racist stuff in there, a lot of uh, anything phobic, right. it's in that group. Um, and they'll specifically target members of the group they don't agree with and mass block them and basically make the group inaccessible. Um, So they it it was requested that I go to the annual gathering. Of the uh, Juggalos. (laughs) Of the Juggalos. Uh, But it was in Phoenix this year, so it was three days, three nights, 72 hours of Mensa, 110 degrees minimum the whole time because we're in fucking Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was like truly one of the most bizarre experiences I've ever had, uh, where I wasn't expecting for, like, I had a name tag on and, and I think I was confronted for good, bad, somewhere in between by minimum a hundred people. Wow. Uh, just like it was, it was because you've been kind. Of, you're sort of a, a pariah in the Mensa community, no? Well, but I didn't anticipate to. Like, no, of course, this. but yeah, but I know like you definitely people knew the name Jamie Loftus in certain circles. Sure, but I mean, it, it was. I thought I was assuming I could kind of right slink. You know, not slink around, but they they asked me basically the criticism of me besides the fact that I'm an ugly cunt who doesn't know what I'm talking about. Uh, outside of that very uh-huh. valid criticism, um, the criticism was that I, I, you know, prejudged the organization before I got to know them, uh-huh. uh, which, so I was like, okay, fine, I'll go and, you know, I'll talk to people and, you know, fine. Um, and yeah, I met, I, I've never, like, it. there were multiple times where I was in a room full of people who had blocked me online they knew exactly who I was. I had no way of knowing who any of ooh. them were. Ooh, that's, ooh. And it was just a series of in-person interactions. Right. I mean, some of them or were- Or light confrontations. Yeah. I mean, some of them were pleasant conversations. And then I would hear from a second party after, like, oh, that person has said really like hideous things about you that, Whoa. that I can't see. because right. of, So it was just like a very weird translating from online to IRL- Situation. I was kind of surprised that, that there were a few members who they were so aggressive towards me that I that I knew who they were. Whoa! Right, um, right. Which means that they went out of their way to go out of the blocking and contact me directly. Sure. And there there were a few people I met who got like I think surprisingly vulnerable with like why they why they felt a certain way about a certain thing, and I still disagree with most of it. But it was like. I don't know. We we they. I got invited to this this dinner at like Scottish Hooters in Phoenix. Uh, it's and called the, Tilted Kilt. It is called Tilted Kilt. Uh, <laughs> but it is Tilted Kilt. Scottish. It is Scottish Hooters. Um, and I, I mean, I, I ended up talking to all these people. That's amazing. That Mensa meetings are at the Tilted Kilt. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna go to Tilted was, Kilt later. We're an intellectual. It Meet is. me at the Buffalo Wing Bar. <laughs> it was a massive. I mean, there were two thousand people at the Sheraton in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Doing this and and the daytime, I mean, the lectures during the day were mostly stupid and hilarious. Where there was comedy workshops run by eighty-year-old professors. Comedy workshops. I went to three comedy-themed workshops. What? What? <laughs> How? Why? Why do they need comedy worked I, on in a shop? I don't know, but I I don't think that they were helped by the by the programming available. There, there. My favorite one was called uh, "Because Science is Cool." 
Young Sheldon, The Big Bang Theory, and you. Uh, oh. It was it was cute. And by CBS. Of, by, yeah, sponsored by CBS. No, it was, I mean, I'd never seen a room full of full-grown adults recite a scene from The Big Bang Theory from memory and then laugh their heads off. Um, wow. But it was, I mean, it was, I, I am going to write something about it. It's taking a long time because there's more to write about than I anticipated. I don't know. It was it was truly like the most bizarre, one of the most bizarre weekends I've ever had, and I still don't even know how I feel about right. it. Well, I can't wait for you to finish this very long piece you've been working on because it sounds like it's it has everything. It was a very strange experience that I I guess I guess that I'll uh, I'll reach my conclusion at some point, but it's so long, it's so much stuff. Well, tell me if you would recommend this strange event to someone do it would you go see the lou perlman biopic yes why does he have a biopic you <laughs> we were like we were really upstairs working set. the script and you just or the, the the flow of the show and then you're like there's a lou perlman biopic this is crazy you I love mean, lou perlman i, I mean not that no, you no, like no 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 you are you're fascinated by you're lou trying perlman. to cancel me right and left <laughs> you're a today, huge Miles. lou head right so you totally agree with everything lou perlman's done i just think it is so fucking weird that there's going to be a Lou Pearlman biopic. I just watched there is a mostly good sort of weird documentary on YouTube read about him. So Lou Pearlman is the guy who is a he's a former blimp salesman who mm-hmm. then went on to invent every popular boy band of the 1990s. Backstreet Boys, Boom. Lou Pearlman. Boom. In Sync mm-hmm. was invented by Lou Pearlman Boom. as competition for the Backstreet Boys. Boom. So he would make double money. It's just like, and he's this like if you picture like villainous person, yeah. you're picturing Lou Pearlman. Yeah. He's like a cigar chain smoking, uh like Amoeba. older, older, yeah, older. You got the guy. goods, kid. Yeah, no, really. Yeah. Literally <laughs> plucking kids out of Orlando. You're gonna be a star. The the documentary is wild because you find out that like for most of their career, Backstreet Boys are making minimum wage while Lou Pearlman is making millions of dollars. There are uh, some pretty serious allegations by some members of I think it's O Town. Uh-huh. Remember O Town? Oh yeah. Because I wanted it on. Uh, wow. They, I mean okay. that was their hit. Okay, Menson. There, <laughs> but uh, there there are some serious like uh, allegations surrounding him that I don't think have ever gone to court. He's also dead, right? Because he died in prison after he was in like a Ponzi scheme or something. Yeah, right? the Ponzi scheme is the wildest part of the story. Also, I'm like, I mean, Zeitgang, Let me know who you think should play with Lou Pearlman. I'm personally like. Bobby Moynihan would be a great Lou. Wow. Player. I think he would like fucking kill it. But maybe. That's just Jamie's little take. Well, maybe you should be a casting person. I and ha- not a hot take comedian. I have, oh God, please never call me that again. <laughs> hot uh, take comedian, Jamie. <laughs> jump off the balcony. Okay. HTC. So he was a he was a blimp salesman. His first love was blimps. Like every great man. Uh, like every great man. He started blimping. And he was a blimp insurance scam man. And this is uh, this is a, a just quick anecdote from this great Vanity Fair piece uh, about him, about his first blimp scam, which had to do with Jordachi jeans. Uh, it's pronounced Jordash. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm old. Cut my, I was like, cut my Mensa card up. Uh so the blimp was assembled at a naval base in Lakehurst, New Jersey, the same one where the German Zeppelin Hindenburg had crashed in flames. 
there were problems from the beginning, among the fact that the gold paint Jordache demanded to turn brown after several days in the sun, making the blimp look like a giant turd. <laughs> <laughs> on its inaugural flight on October 8, 1980, the new Jordache blimp floated into the New Jersey sky on its way to the New York Harbor, where it was to circle a promotional party Jordache was throwing. It made it less than a mile, however, before losing altitude and forcing the pilot to crash land in a garbage dump. <laughs> The crash made headlines. Perlman blamed the weight of the gold paint. In the airship community, however, favorite beginning to a sentence, mm-hmm. there were darker whispers. Lou never intended to fly that blimp, asserts Gross, some uh, his blimp blimping friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could have been arrested if it had left that base. So basically, he ends up getting $2.5 million in blimp insurance money. So he <sighs> sabotaged the blimp. He's a saboteur. He's a saboteur. Wow. It, it, it will I be... hope that's most of the film. I think that that's the Fuck most. Other I mean, stuff. Yeah, this, I'm, I want to see this yeah. biopic. Especially, I, I want to see the turd crash into a New Jersey dump. I mean, if this is if this movie is made the right way, it could be really cool. I I sort of worry about it good... getting into like vice territory of like making a bad person look look cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I, but you know, it's it is like this is a country of grifters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know the Ray Kroc, uh, the founder mm-hmm. or whatever the McDonald's one. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's in that vein. You yeah. know, it's just like one of the great American grifts, the boy band grifter. <sighs> Yeah, and uh, and possible monster, and probably no, likely monster. No, like monster. for sure, for sure, monster, one hundred percent. Someone's got to get Moynihan in the room for this. You think, I, yeah, that's a good do we call. Know how he I was looking at, right. I was looking at pictures of him, trying to think of like who I would suggest, but uh-huh. I think it has to be Bobby Moynihan. Yeah, like it's perfect. And it's such a like he's so many of his crimes are extremely goofy. Too. Like he's he's a blimp fraud. He said he had an airline, but never owned a plane. And then there's right. this great picture in the documentary. I can't find it online, but there's a picture of like his promotional image for I think it, it was called Transcontinental Airlines, where it's supposed to be a picture of a Transcontinental Airlines plane taking off, but it's Lou Pearlman holding a model of a plane close to the camera. And that was the promotional image for his airline that didn't actually exist. Wow. He was like a high-level Florida scammer. Uh, you know who probably could have done? Philip Seymour Hoffman, I think, could have played oh, him. Yeah, I know. That's great. what I was thinking, Would've too. Been, that's a shame. I was. Um, I always lobby for Molina, but, um, you know. Yeah, I don't want Molina to sort of take the risk. I think I for someone agree. to do this, you would want to actually put on that weight to yeah. look believable. Uh, but yeah, you know, if, uh, if Matt Damon were willing to commit to a weight gain program, yeah, um, I think he could maybe make this work. Um, lastly, I just want to, uh, talk about Netflix briefly because they kind of made a boo boo. Okay. They projected them picking up about 5 million subscribers in the last quarter. They only did about half that and it sent their stock tumbling. Oh no, their stock guys. Uh, but really What is interesting is that they were kind of blaming or the head of Netflix was like, you know, we just had a weak programming slate and that kind of led to the slip. And they're like, but you know what? The new Stranger thing is out and and that's going to make the numbers look good. Mm. The Nielsen, the people who do the Nielsen ratings, they have another theory. They think it's too much fucking content to choose from because as they were doing their analysis, they found that. If, a, if video streaming subscribers don't know what they want to watch, they're almost twice as likely to tune into their just favorite broadcast television channel rather than browse through the menus of their streaming services. Also, 
Streaming service recommendations do not appear to carry much weight. 44% of polled viewers said they would scan through television channels to decide what to watch, while 26% said they watch shows recommended by their subscription service. I I get it. I believe it. It's decision fatigue. Yeah. There's too much shit, and I don't know. Totally. And half the time, the recommended shit, I'm like, you really think, based on me watching this other shit, I want to watch some child animation? Negative. Uh, yeah. I, I My worry is that they're going to... S- stop letting you like having like my worry is uh you can't they'll, they'll do that thing i think hulu does this where two people can't use it at the same time so that everyone's gonna have to get their own subscription oh right to right because right. i think that hulu does that because i use my writing partners and sometimes it's like someone else is trying to watch king of the hill get the fuck out also if and, you leave browsers open mm-hmm. make sure you close them browser windows because that'll that'll count yeah when you're active screens mm-hmm. but uh yeah you know I think there's just too much stuff. I wish there was some way that the recommendation algorithm was more intelligent. Maybe they should turn the microphone on in my house and hear the kind of conversations <laughs> well, I have. It's just crazy because at least takes. like the old TV model, it was like programmed in time blocks. Right. It was like, we have this many hours in the day. Right. So there's only so many shows we can make to fill our channel. And now it's just like, yeah, Fucking you everything. got unlimited time, man. Right. Here you go. You want to watch a fucking competition show where they blow glass? No, honestly, I fucking oh, don't. Okay, sorry. I mean, that I'm speaking for myself. <laughs> I'm not, but I will no, pretend no, no, to be no, no, Netflix totally and ask right, you, totally "Hey, right. Jamie, you want to watch a competition show about motherfuckers blowing glass?" I think it's weird that oh, there's like. Oh, you're not Chihuly head. Oh, you're not Chihuly head, my man. <laughs> What's a Chihuly? You know, like Chihuly. <laughs> Chihuly's the only famous glass blower. Oh yeah, <laughs> he got the eye patch. Yes, He's yes, from yes, yes. That art is very. I think they have, some of his work is in the Palm Springs Art Museum. I made a really mean cartoon about him once, and I regret it. Uh, well, you'll have your chance to make redeem yourself by watching the new season of whatever that show is. Glass blowing Uh Well, Kenny, Jamie, thank you so much for joining me on this journey today. Oh yeah. Oh man, uh, my pleasure. Kenny, where can people find you and follow you and support you? Man, it's real easy. It's Kenny DeForest on everything. I'm uh, the only Kenny DeForest out here trying to In trying to do. Yeah, there's I'm the only one. Uh, no, Kenny DeForest on Twitter, Instagram. My website's kennydeforest.com. And uh, yeah, follow me, man. Is there a tweet you like? Anything on Twitter that? Uh, oh yeah, um, yeah. So, do you guys know Patty Harrison? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she's my favorite person to follow on Twitter. I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, where the hell is? It? Oh, here we go. Sure, if you remove your floating ribs, you can suck your own cock. But did you know that if you remove all your ribs, you can suck your own heart? Mm. <laughs> what you think about that? Does this track? Uh, <laughs> floating. Suck your own heart. Oh, that's great. Jamie, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help. Uh, Instagram, Jamie Cry Superstar, Bechtelcast every Thursday. Also, I'm leaving on, I think the day this episode comes out, I, I'm leaving the country for six weeks to go do Edinburgh Fringe. Hell so yeah. if you're UK Zeitgang, gang, yep. I am going to be in London 27th and the 28th doing my show Boss Who Miss Girl. And if you're in Edinburgh, uh, I will be there from the 31st to the 26th doing the show every damn night. Damn. So please, please, every please Every damn come. day. Every damn day. Day. That's going to be cool to see how that show evolves like over time, right? I'm Do you think it'll evolve sli- like subtly? Yeah. By uh, doing getting all those reps in? Yeah, it I mean it changed. I've never done a show that many times in a row and even when I've been I think I've done it maybe 10 times here and it changes every time yeah. and it's like because it's about 
like Silicon Valley grifters, there's always like new stuff to add. Yeah. Like every couple of days, there's shit. To By the add. end, I think you're gonna become so powerful, you're just gonna shoot fucking fire out of there your is. eyes. <laughs> like, I can't control it. I've iterated too much. I can. I've created too much content. I am the singularity. Yeah. Uh, what's the tweet you like? Uh, I go, going off the fringe. Uh, I, if if you are going, I wanted to shout out. An entire Twitter account that uh, someone from Zeitgang, from uh, Scotland Zeitgang, sent to me. Uh, it's an account called at Fringe of Color, spelled the uh, UK way, C O L O U R, because uh, Edinburgh Fringe uh, is majority. There's mostly white performers that go, uh, and you know, going to see theater is such a class prohibitive thing sure. that uh, this is an account uh, that was set up specifically to promote. Uh, shows by non-white performers at the Fringe. Um, there's like an, a really useful spreadsheet. They're tweeting about it all the time, um, and it, it seems like it's a super valuable resource if you're going. So uh, if you are, definitely follow that account at Fringe of Color. Get your fringe on. Color. Uh, you can find me and follow me at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. A tweet that I like. I like a few. First one's from Blair Saki, at Blair Saki. I always feel so sorry for girls from my high school when I go back home to get my hair done and run into them at the salon. And they're like, so what have you been up to? <laughs> Can you imagine having to try to pretend you don't know someone is a famous comedian? It's just sad. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Rachel Winitsky, past guest, at Rachel Winitsky. All caps. I personally like that the cats have big human titties. I think we have all been blessed. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. And last one's from Jesus at Jesus Nice. Saw Cats as a kid. My mother got my playbill autographed and introduced me to one of the main actors. He OD'd on Coke a week later, and I was like, what's Coke? And my parents just changed the subject. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the Daily Zeitgeist at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at the Daily Zeitgeist on what was that, Instagram. We got a Facebook fan page. We got a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where I post our episodes and our footnotes. footnotes. Thank you. Um, where we post our episodes, you know, and I think the, the tracks and stuff like that. Also, just to let you know, the Data That Guys is a production of Iva Heart Radio, so, you know, come get down with us on any app or whatever. You heard me? Or whatever. Um, and we are going to ride out on a song. What's that song, Miles? Well, allow me to tell you. This is a track from Ila Bamba, uh, who is an artist we've played before. Uh, she has a new track called Something Wild out. You know, this is a good, good, good song to start your week. Get powerful. We all got to keep our heads down and slog through. Yep. Um, so good luck to everybody. Keep your hopes high. Keep your heads high. And listen to this track. Thank you for joining. We'll talk to you tomorrow because the Daily Show. Bless you. Goodbye. Can I add See one quick thing before yes. we play? Really quick. I'll be on a stand-up tour in the Southeast at the end of August and early September. KennyDeForest.com. I got Cincinnati. Go Bananas. I got Asheville, North Carolina. A bunch of dates being added right now, so check that out. Boom. Check out Kenny. All there on his website, on all his handles, and let's get to it. Okay, have a good week, y'all. Bye. See you in the fall, gang. Bye.